Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 38 of The Football Story. Today, we are going across the continent of Europe um, and, of course, England uh, to discuss uh, the big five leagues um, and which teams we think are going to be coming out on top come season's end. Uh, Nick, how are you this evening? Yeah, yeah, good. Thanks, mate. How are you? Yep, good. Um, shall we start with the EPL? Now, I think probably last time we spoke, this was considered a very close title race. Um, and now all of a sudden it's not. Um, our Man City clearly going to win the Premier League this year. Yeah, I mean, 10 points clear. Um, at the moment, it's pretty obvious to see that they've got the best depth in their squad. Um, players are having breakout seasons like Foden. I mean, I've probably been on the podcast and bagged him a couple of times, maybe last season. He's very good though. But he's just very, very good now. Um, players like John Stones, who were looking like absolute flops for 50 million, are playing pretty well now. Yeah. Gundogan's one of the top two or three best players in the Premier League at this current point in time. And they're doing it with, you know, De Bruyne and Aguero injured. So I'm probably the last person to give Manchester City any credit um, as a Liverpool supporter, but it's pretty hard to argue against Man City winning the Premier League at this current time. Yeah. So what has happened to Liverpool? I mean, like, it's just unheard of. It's like something that we've never seen under. Yeah. It's a, I think it's a multitude of reasons. Obviously you don't want to blame injuries for everything, but it does have a massive part. Um, Form is obviously probably as bad as it's been since probably yeah, 15, 16, when Klopp came in halfway through the season and he was having to play with players that he'd probably never even heard of. Um, Brad Smith. Brad Smith and the like. Yeah, I think it's just, I mean, I, I try to talk to Manchester United supporters and Manchester City supporters and Chelsea and Arsenal supporters. And I think they struggle to understand that. So a lot of people are like, oh, well, you're not even conceding that many goals. So it's not Van Dijk and Gomez, but... Van Dijk and Gomez not playing means that Henderson and Fabinho, our two best midfielders, out of midfield, have to play in defence. Yeah, yeah, which means the midfield and they they yet. are the temper. Yeah, 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 yeah they yeah. mop up everything. Fabinho cuts out everything and is the engine in midfield. Like so many goals. If you watch our um, highlight L's from every game of last season, so many times it's Henderson or Fabinho winning it high, yeah. or even in our front front third playing a quick ball to Salah, playing a quick ball to Mane, and they're, they're going to score a lot of the time. But now it's just a lot of playing out from the back, a lot of not useless passes, but trying to work it around. And teams are working us out. And, and they're just some, putting 11 yeah. men behind the ball. And it's just hard to break down. Yeah. And like players like uh, Firmino, Trent Alexander-Arnold are really good in that system. But when that system breaks down, they're like really ineffective players because they don't, it's not in that like working machine. You take a few cogs out and then, you know, all, yeah, th those players, I would probably say those two, especially um, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. and They're and, system and, players. Yeah, they are system players and they're fantastic system players. Um, I remember when we did our predictions um, episode for the EPL um, where we predicted who or which manager um, would be let go first. Now, we obviously haven't had a manager that's been let go. Now, I remember predicting very um, out there, but I predicted Jose. Now, I still don't think it will happen, 
I can't remember who. Do you remember who you predicted? Was it David Moyes? No, I wasn't too um, bearish, I guess, on West Ham. Like, I think a couple, maybe you or, or Sam, who we did it with, might have even predicted them to go down West Ham. I wasn't thinking they'd be fourth. So, do you, yeah. um, but I didn't think they'd be as bet. Um, I think, well, Slavin Bilic has been sacked. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no. So, but, um, yep, yep, yep. But in terms of who would be next, it's really hard to say because as much as Sheffield are struggling, um, they, that if they, they know they're going to go back down and they probably want Chris Wilder in the championship, yeah, a bit like exactly Burnley what and Sean Yeah. Um, so it's really yeah. hard to say. I Steve mean, Bruce, maybe I was thinking either Steve Bruce, um, potentially Graham. No, it's hard to say. Yeah. I think it's out of them too, because I mean, I think, well, what are they? They're four points clear Brighton and, and Newcastle are three points clear of the drop. And Fulham haven't been playing too yeah, I, badly recently. I, I don't so, think Scott Parker will will go. No, I don't think after 25 matches, there's only um, a third of the season to go. And they have a fighting chance of, of making it out. It's really hard to say. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if any manager will get sacked this late in the season. Yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? There's usually more. Maybe because of COVID, There's because there'll be a limited supply. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's true. You had to put um like right now as of as of this match week if you had to put on um or award the best player in the league are you, are you going bruno or are you going gundawan or are you going someone completely different probably two players that i i mean if i was a neutral i'd love to watch players like this but considering they play for my two biggest rivals well, it's I don't really know who else say. you can consider like maybe son early season but he's just yeah i would have sent son or kane about Two, two, three months ago, but no way now. It's got to be between Bruno and, and Gundogan, surely. I think probably at this point, Bruno, just because probably like body of work over the season. Like Gundogan's been really good, but probably in the last, what, four to six weeks, he's been really, excellent. really, yeah. really be, been good. Um, but like, but then there's always the argument that Bruno scored one goal against the top six, and that was when they, was six, when they lost 6-1 to, to Tottenham. So And Gundogan seems to only score against the big six. Yeah, so it's hard. I'd probably go Bruno at this point, but there's not much in it. What about you? Yeah, I think Bruno, like most by most metrics, would be he does score a lot of penalty goals, but he also does score a lot of goals from open play. Um, I think Gundawan is like such a good player, but Bruno would get it because he's a flashier player. He has the numbers. Um, yeah, I'd say to be out of those two, Son, Kane. Yeah. Um, it, Salah would probably be in the mix as well, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think Bruno's probably been the best, just, um, and I think Gundogan is like a kind of player that just would never win that award. Like he's just not. No. Like those kind of players don't win the award, unfortunately. Um, so, I mean, can did Kante win it? Yes, I believe so. But like he was, just, but he was just like terror in midfield, and he basically yeah. broke down everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess thinking towards the, the Premier League next year, obviously there's kind of the big six consolidating, got Leicester, Everton, Leeds, probably all consolidating. Um, are you like, I think we can probably say Sheffield going down, West Brom going down. Um, yeah. Who's the third? And then I think it's between, yeah, it'd have to be between um, Fulham, Brighton, and Newcastle. And I'd probably say just at this stage, purely because of experience, um, I'd probably say that Brighton and even Burnley to an extent, Brighton, Burnley, and 
and Newcastle will probably end up being safe. And I can I can see Fulham going down, but uh, they are you know, I mean they beat football, they but... beat Everton two weeks ago, two nil yeah. away from home. Yeah. So it's just really hard to it's just really hard to tell at this point. Yeah, be interesting to see what happens with um Ty Francois where either way. Um, he, spoke true. A little, he spoke a little bit about what would happen or if he, his plans might change if Fulham went down or stayed up. But, um, yeah, we'll see. And, and they're always going to be in trouble because they have a lot of players on loan and, you know, in the Prem another season, I can't imagine them consolidating themselves. So I feel like if Fulham doesn't go down this year, it might, you know, they're one of those clubs that are always going to struggle to stay in the Prem consistently. Yeah, exactly. It'd be really interesting to, to see if, say, Fulham needed six points from the last game, which obviously is impossible. If Ty might get a run in a game like that, which would be really yeah. cool. Uh, I, an, that as an that is the kind of him. player. Yeah. That is the kind of game where a player like him would, would get on. Um, have you like anyone looking down at the championship? It looks like we might have some familiar names coming back up and again, potentially Brentford. Um, they did kind of. Cook they don't choke. <laughs> if they don't yeah. choke again. Uh, but it's looking like, Norwich are definitely coming. Well, not definitely. They are 10 points ahead um, at this stage. I don't know. For me, Norwich are one of those sort of nothing teams as well. They come back into the Prem and they'll do maybe okay. Might survive one season. They'll probably go back down. Yeah, it's really interesting. Last season, first six to eight weeks, they were actually pretty good. I remember they beat Manchester City. They had some good results. Pookie was on fire. And he was the talk of the town. And then as soon yeah. as he stopped scoring, it just went very yeah. much downhill, which was, yeah, I sort of do, uh, do agree with you there. Like they just, they never really consistently stay up, do they? They'll be they're sort of, they're, one they're in season... the same category as West Brom to me. Yeah. Like, See, when I was growing up, like West Brom would always be in the prem. Like, yeah. I mean, we're not that far in terms of age off. We're two no. or three years, but I, I, remember I, mean, Redding... I just have memories of West Brom. Yeah. Reading. And, and they're fifth now, so that could be interesting. I'd like to see them come up. Swansea obviously doing really well as well with, with a lot of games in hand. Um, Swansea haven't been in the Prem for a little while, and, and they're, they're a team I would associate with the Premier League. Um, yeah, so, agreed. Yeah, it'll be inter- interesting to see who comes up and, and, and takes um, those spots. Um, shall we move on to the continent? Yeah, let's move over to Spain, which is... I'd say a pretty interesting title race. A couple of weeks ago, it looked like it was Atletico's to yep. lose. And now they've had a couple of poor results. Real are ticking over and winning games. It, does, it doesn't really look pretty when Real play at the moment, does it? But they're getting results no. most of the time. Yeah. Um, Re- there you go. Yeah, I mean, Real, Real are interesting. It's... You, you never quite know with Real because they had some, they were almost knocked out of their Champions League group, right? They were almost down to the Europa League, but they always seem to pull it out of the bag. And it always seems to be one man at the moment, which is Karim Benzema, um, who just keeps scoring. One of um, your, one of your favorite players. Yeah. I mean, he just, he's just, he just keeps scoring. Ramos has been out. Um, yeah. The, the front three, they just haven't found the right, um, combinations and Benzema has bailed them out of games um that being said like despite Atletico like faltering in the last two weeks like they have been incredible we're talking they've played 23 games and conceded 16 goals so every doesn't make sense like that's like every three games conceding one conceding one clean sheet repeat I mean it's like I mean that's something you've always sort of associated with with Atletico 
Okay, but to this extent, like 16 goals is just like unheard of, really. The issue is now teams are starting to score and beat them 1-0. So, um, yeah, it will be interesting. Um, like just, Chelsea. <laughs> yes, it will be interesting to see if Atletico can hold on. I, I really want them to. It's going to be close. And, and that game against that, that Madrid derby is going to be huge. That is going to be, you know. Yeah, I was about to say, is that, is that, it, it well, is, they've, they've is had that, one. It's in Atletico. They've had one and, and Real beat them. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a good race in Spain. And to be honest, like Barca are not completely out of it yet um, either. So yeah, I was about to ask you, where do you see Barca ending up? I mean, they, they have, what, they're on the same games as Atletico. They're eight points behind, but say if, if Real was to win the Madrid derby, it's five points. It's not really that unachievable. Yeah, look, they're always a shot. They've they've still got the best player in the world, so they are always a shot. But they are looking. They're playing lackluster football. Um, they they seem to get. They seem to win games, but it's not pretty. And I think big change is needed at the club. Like, yeah, I don't team, think I think Coman's the man. Uh, no, I don't either. And, and I really don't know why he left the Dutch job. I mean, it, it, the Dutch have a great chance at winning Euros and he's given that up to to coach a pretty lackluster Barcelona in front of no fans. So Where he clearly wasn't really wanted either. Like no. you could sense that there was angst amongst the club when he, when he took over. I remember a game, it would have been three or four weeks ago now, Atletico in like maybe the Copa del Rey or the, the Spanish Cup, that 5-3 match. I don't know if you saw the highlights or if you watched it, but it was... A crazy match. And that's like oh, the Barca yeah, we remember, yeah, yeah. like, you know, they yeah. score lots of goals. I think it was either Granada or Levante. Oh, that's um, right. It was Granada. It was Granada. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was three all and, and, and they, they bailed themselves out, but then they've, they've gone on and lost the, the Copper, Copper del Rey semifinal first leg to Sevilla. Two nil. That's right. It's, it's yeah. a two leg tie, but yeah, I mean, Sevilla are always going to be in and around. They're not going to really challenge for the title, but they're, 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 they're a good side. They're plugging along. Um, probably will be knocked out of the Champions League. But, you know, um, I like them. Rakitic, Luke de Jong, um, um, and Nesri. Um, so, yeah, they got, yeah, I don't know. It, it'll, it, it's it's going to be won, won by a team in the capital. So we'll see which one it, one it is at the end of the year. Yeah, agreed. I think it's going to come down to one of the Madrid teams for sure. Um, is, is the best title race, however, um, in Italy? Yeah, I'd I'd say so in terms of there's probably th- there's three teams I think that can win it that both the Milan teams and Juve, obviously at the time of recording um, a couple of days ago the big Milan derby which was a pretty disappointing match if you're a Milan fan. Yeah, it was pretty comprehensive from Inter, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It just looked from the start. Um, obviously, Milan have one or two injuries in midfield, but obviously Zlatan's back. He was pretty um, anonymous. Yeah, he was. I think they they just contained him really well, and they they did dominate the game. Yeah, they um, got him on the flanks from what from what I saw. They were just um, just up and down, and they're too quick for him, really. Yeah, and I'd say maybe three four weeks ago, I don't even know if Milan had had lost. They'd lost maybe one or two games, but the last month they're they're drawing games yeah. to teams that they shouldn't be yeah, drawing to. Good. They're beating. They're getting beaten comprehensively by their fiercest rivals in Inter. Um, I don't know. I think they should still hold on for, for top four, 
Um, but from, you know, looking like they weren't going to lose for a while to having lost four matches now, um, it's not looking good. And then there's obviously always Juventus. And it's always funny, like, I feel like the last three or four years, Juventus wouldn't be at the top around this stage. But then you'd always think, oh, well, they're going to they're gonna come back and win. But I don't know if it's going to happen this year. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think the problem is they're relying on, on Cristiano Ronaldo. And, and obviously, whilst he is still the top scorer, I think as well, it is, you know, you will admit he's becoming less consistent and there are some games where he does not show up uh, like the first leg um, in the Champions League. Champions League, yeah. You know, and and I just think, you know, he doesn't, like, he kind of, when he scores, he usually scores two. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like a couple of days ago, he scored the two headers. Yeah, and he, but he doesn't, he doesn't really like, He's more know. of a poacher these days. Like he, he doesn't is. impact the game yeah. in terms of like taking the game by the scruff of the neck. Like and he's more just sort of the one on the end of it. And he's and he's 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 more waste. He's more wasteful now. He he doesn't take his chances. Oh, well. he missed. He literally missed an open goal the other day. Like yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but he was yeah, yeah, yeah. infuriated. <laughs> infuriated. Yeah. Like he and was just, smashing the grass. I, and now there's no trust in Dybala, um again, which is weird, isn't it? Because twelve like, months ago, it was one of the he was the best player in Italy. Yeah, so that's weird. Um, they were awful, awful against Porto. I watched that whole game. It was just like, is the worst I've ever, ever seen Juve play. Do you, like, see, I, do, do you find Juve's team just really weird? I don't know what it is about them. Like, I find them boring and I find it's like, like... Even on paper, they're just, to me, they're just a weird team. And I think I've been thinking this for a couple of seasons. Like, I don't know what it is, but... A couple of old Italian blokes, a couple of young Italian blokes couple of sort of yeah it's like rabio is weak like yeah it's just they've got some western mckinney it's just a weird he hasn't been too bad to be fair no they're all okay but um i don't know they're eight points behind into do you, i mean are, are you like pretty confident inter a, a, a favorites here yeah, I think at the moment you have to say intra favourites when they when they win. I mean, it's not really a three 0 win away from home because they share the same stadium, but yeah. a comprehensive win against the team who was right behind them. Now they've got now they've got that four point gap yeah. at this stage. Even if even if Juve were to win that game in hand, it's still five points, which obviously is is attainable for um, yeah. in terms of Juve. Um, but but Juve yeah, at this look- point. Yeah, Juve look like dropping points. So it's, yeah, agreed. It's, yeah. I think at this point you'd have to say Inter or Milan. So I think it's going to be one of the Milan teams, but you just never know, especially with Ronaldo. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, let, let's move up and and across to to Germany. Um, this is another interesting title race that like a lot of people again thought was over, um, and then Bayern have have gone away to the the um, Club World Cup and have come back and just not been on top of their game. Um, and Leipzig have just kind of poked their heads up. They're only two points behind on the table. Um, considering they lost Timo Werner as well, I, I find that quite um, yeah Im- impressive from Leipzig. Yeah, I think when we did our like European League's prediction show, yeah. potentially, like we were not thinking that Leipzig would be any, oh, we thought they'd be good, but we didn't think they'd be this good, especially losing probably their best player. Yeah. Um, who scored 20, 25 goals last season. Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, it's always refreshing seeing a title race in a league where 
usually buy and win, don't they? Like, it's, yes, and you can almost put you can almost yeah. put the house on buy and winning most you seasons, and you'd almost put the house on Dortmund being their biggest challenges. But they are they but, always do this. They always start. But this really is this well. is this is worse. This is like I know Dortmund always collapse halfway through, but this is bad. Like, like Dortmund are diabolically bad at the back. And they are being saved by one man or one robot man up <laughs> yeah. front who just scores every goal. Like I kind of eighteen goals in thirteen Champions League games at the age like, of twenty. Dortmund like, are a team. What is that? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I love to watch Dortmund because they play good football. They do. But recently, oh my gosh, they their <laughs> defending is so bad. Like I just you know like we're talking like um. Hummels like, looks past it. Oh my god! Old and slow, like oh, it's ridiculous. And, it's and embarrassing. the only reason they're still sixth, which is awful for them, um, is because Haaland has scored seventeen goals in just as many games. Um, yeah, he's just too good. It's yeah. it's just we've said it probably fifty times on on the podcast, but he is just so good. Like it's actually scary to think how good he can become. Yeah, and and yeah, like he's, he's already yeah. like world class. Yep. Like, how much better can he actually get, do you think? Like, I know because of his age, he's 20, but think about, like, how good he is already. Like, how, yeah. how much realistically better can he get? I think he can get better. I think the scary thing is when you look at someone like Ronaldo and you look at him at goal scoring, his ratio over his career is about 0.7 goals a game, mainly because of his time at Man United. Right, because he it, yeah. whilst he was in his early twenties, he he was scoring probably once every two games. Harland is that age, and he is going at a goal a game. Like I think we're talking about someone that could end their career with more goals than games, which is just absurd. I mean, for context out there, everyone, um, Messi's ratio, which is absurd, is I think about zero point seven nine at the moment. Robert Lewandowski, who seems to score every week, and we'll talk about him in a second, is about 0.66. So Haaland, we're talking about, could have a ratio of like one. Yeah. Which is That's just, like, even for a striker, you think if you score every other game, like as in every second game, like that's still pretty good going. But to score every single, his, his ratio is like 1.5 almost in the Champions League. Like It's, 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 it's stupid. It's silly. Yeah, um, it is. So, yeah. But equally, Lewandowski, I mean, like same thing, 26 goals in 21 league games. Like it's just, like he is even more absurd. I mean, he he he's the best striker in the world. Obviously, he was robbed of, of the Ballon d'Or last season. But say the season was to end now. He's winning um, it again. Across Europe. Is, I was about to say, is he going to win it again? But yeah. I th- it's sort of hard to argue against him. Isn't Who it? else would be beating him? No, nah, because obviously Barcelona aren't doing well. And, and obviously Messi isn't having the best season he's ever had. Um, Ronaldo, like we've just mentioned, is slowing down. I don't think Bruno is going to win a, a Ballon d'Or. I mean, he, no, he might, no, he but I don't think so. Um no. And someone who's just been ultra consistent. And like you said, like... Uh, maybe Mbappe. Yeah, that is true. Um, um, like Lewandowski, I, I was um, I was at work this morning when the game was on and I saw Bayern were 1-0 up. And I'm like, I literally said to my workman, I'm like, it's going to be Lewandowski. Yeah, and I, as soon as I look, and, yeah, it's yeah. Lewandowski straight away. And you just, you just know he's going to score every single game. Like you said, it's just crazy. Yeah. 
even when they lose like it's yeah um so like um the other yeah i obviously mentioned mbappe um being probably the other shout for a early season ballon d'Or. however psg might not win the league no it's 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 really interesting isn't it obviously neymar's been injured the last what a couple couple of weeks at least because yeah. obviously it was yeah. his sister's birthday as usual. Of course, the the scheduled injury break. Yeah, six. What is it? Five, six seasons in a row. Seven. Which is or silly. I, it's just. I mean, and this is why Neymar doesn't get the respect. I, I think it's just because this off-field stuff is just so nonsense. Yeah, because I was going to say, in obviously when the Champions League came back last season, that was like everyone was really excited for it. Um, I remember we did a podcast doing our prediction for that last yeah nine ten days in, in was it in Spain or Portugal. Um, and at that yeah, point, Portugal. Mbappe was down on his form. And I, th- I thought that Neymar really sh- sort of showed maturity for the first time. Yeah. Um, but once again, like he's just gone back to the, the silly old Neymar, like the 21-year-old Neymar. And yeah. Mbappe's just gone so good. I, I saw a tweet um, from Fabrizio Romano when he scored the hat-trick last week. Um, and I reckon he across all platforms and he said it about 50 times he's like he's still 22 years old like that's yeah. my age I, I think i'm actually older than mbappe like by yeah. months it's mental and he's already won the world cup you know a couple of league wins, you know golden boy champions um, league final as well which obviously yeah no one remembers the finalists but it's just another thing to add to his um that being said i would love for lil to win the title uh, they've got such a like great young team um yeah, I mean, I think Leon. We all know Leon are good, you know, semi-finalists last year. Yeah, but I would love Lil to win. I think that would be really good for the game. Um, and even Monaco have been really good recently. So, um, again, a very good title race there. Um, maybe we might just touch on like two of the other smaller leagues, um, the Netherlands and Portugal. Which, yeah, I don't know. It looks like the title race is almost over in both of those um, countries. It's kind of like where it's kind of like we're commentating an election, just like waiting for enough votes to come in to like <laughs> call it. But yeah, like, like once Ajax hit 70 or something, they're yeah, going to win. No, nah, there's no coming back. Um, we've called the state for um, Ajax. No, but I think they're too far out in front um, and they'll probably be focused on, on their Europa campaign now. I was massively keen on Benfica at the start of the season and they have been really poor. So there goes one of my predictions out the window. Um, sporting, um, after losing Bruno, have been... Yeah, like- I was going to say, when I saw, when I looked at the ladder just prior to recording, I was like, clearly life without Bruno is okay. too bad for them. And I, I, I have heard of like the next Bruno Fernandez. I've heard he's on a lot of um, t- big European teams' transfer radars, but I can't remember his name, but... I mean, he's of the similar ilk, um, but I think he's only like 17, 18, and yeah. they're already hailing him as the the new Bruno, which which is interesting. Maybe he's the reason that they're, they're yeah. so good. Yeah, I mean... Can't say I've watched any um, Portuguese Premier, this season. Premier League. Premier League, yeah. yeah. I, I'd be... I, I'm The Porto-Juve second leg is going to be really interesting because I, I thought Porto were really good in that game. Um, Medi um, Taremi, who scored that first goal, has been on fire for them. Like he's been incredible. Um, and he, he, um, he was runner up in, um, the Asian player of the year. So obviously Son, Son won that award. Yeah. Um, and Taremi was, um, yeah, just short. 
Um, I'd love to see Porto win, to be honest, but uh, Ronaldo at home in the Champions League. I, I reckon he's done it probably seven, eight years in a row. Like between well, Real Madrid. Well, he didn't and... do it last year against Leon. If you're, I mean, he's obviously scored two goals. One was a corker, but he didn't. He didn't win the game for him. No, that is true. But if if I, I can just score, there's so many flashbacks of of Ronaldo if, just doing it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'd I love can... to see Porto go through. Like, it'd, it'd be really cool. I think Liverpool played them the last two seasons. Um, and they've been sort of comprehensively beaten, but they were always a, a pretty good outfit. Um, obviously, yeah. that was Liverpool at their at their peak. So it'd be really cool to see a team like Porto make the quarters because obviously we, we've talked about them heaps winning in 2004 and it'd be just cool to see another team like that from a smaller league Yeah, you know, mixing it with the big boys. Yeah. Um, all righty, we'll, we'll finish up. Uh, UCL prediction to, to finish on? It's just and maybe Ballandor prediction. Do you want to do Ballandor prediction? Yeah, I think Ballandor. Well, I'm going to go with Bayern double. Uh, I just don't see anyone oh. beating Bayern again. I know it's boring, but like they like they added players over the summer, like Leroy Sane and stuff, and like they, he scored this morning and got an assist for the fourth. Like he's just they're just too good, I think. But like it's I think between Bayern and City. Uh, for the Champions League. I'd yep. love to see City fail again, but I don't know if it's going to happen. I think eventually they're going to have to win at one time. Probably. And then, yeah, Lewandowski for the Ballon d'Or, for the mentions, for the reasons we mentioned previously. It's I just, think it's hard to not. If he keeps going the way he's going, he will he will win it. It's just a fact. Well, he's, if he scored 26 goals in 21 league games, like he's yeah. going to score like 40-something goals if yeah, he keeps absurd. it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's absurd. Yeah. And what about you? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you. It's it, there's just no arguing with Lewandowski if he continues. Um, the only person I see challenging him would be Mbappe, um, because at this stage, Ronaldo and Messi might not even win their domestic leagues. Probably won't win their domestic leagues. No. Um, in terms of Champions League, tough. I can weirdly see Dortmund going on a run, like a like I know I was saying how trash they are. Yeah. Um. For me, Dortmund are in that same category as like Spurs. Never going to win the league, but over two legs, they can be like... Yeah, that um, makes sense. Because they, they can score goals, can't they? They're two-legged teams. And, yeah. you know, if they concede two and Haaland can score three, well, then they're going through. So um, I don't think they'll win it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Haaland like just put them on his back but yeah, they, they can't defend, so they're not going to win it. So I don't want to say Bayern. I've, I, and I, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think of an original, an original answer. Maybe Juve, like maybe Juve. Um, again, over two legs, a superstar can, can really stand out. So maybe Juve, but yeah, realistically, it'll be probably Man City or Bayern unless they get drawn against each other. So not Liverpool, you're saying? I'm uh, that is correct. I, I, mean, I mean, we are getting back Fabinho, Jot, Jota, Milner, and Cater back this week, which is if which there is were huge. fans, if there were fans, I'd be like, yeah, Liverpool are up in my list, but yeah, there's no fans. I, I, yeah, the fans help Liverpool, hundred percent, um, and maybe PSG. I've just listed like half the teams, but covering I all mean, bases. If one of them doesn't win, then you're gonna look like. It's going to look pretty well. Bad it, yeah, it'll be Porto then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all righty. Update done. Update is done. Thanks Update for listening. Is done. Guys. Thank you for listening. Yep.
um, off to bed for Champions League tomorrow morning. Yeah, two big games once again. By this, by the by the time this comes out, the games will be done. What are you going to watch though? What am I going to watch? I'll probably watch Man City just because I want to watch them lose. Hopefully, but I yeah, don't know if they it's probably happen. won't. No. Yeah, I don't know you? what I'll pick. I usually decide when I wake up, look at the Optus Sport, see see which like thumbnail I like the most. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. See what which, see what's in which player they've chosen or whatever. Yeah, I'll see if they pick if they put Modric on Real Madrid, I'll watch it. But if they put Hazard, or Benzema, or Benzema. If they put Hazard, I'm like, nah, not doing it. No, that's fair. Alrighty, thank you for listening to the football story. That was episode 38, and two more to go for the season. Yeah, exciting times. Alrighty, thanks for listening, guys.